Hello, listener, and welcome to episode 12 of Presidents and Assholes. Hello, Melissa. Hello, Lauren. How are you doing on this fine Friday? It's Friday. Oh, no. No? I didn't see that coming. Sorry about that, but it is a fine Friday. We are not recording on a Sunday. We are actually recording. I feel like this is just a win for everyone. Yeah, we have a lot of broken promises that we made about how we were (laughs) going to get back on track and we really fell off the wagon. You know, um, we're learning from these presidents and who better to teach us about broken promises? No shit. That is poetic. Yes. Um... Listener, in case you've forgotten, because it's been so long, presidents and assholes is... Why are you looking at me like that? There's a hair in my ice cream, and it's white. Yuck. That's not my hair. I don't have to tell you about that. I'm I'm in the middle of a podcast. Um, I don't know. I don't have to tell you about your hairy ice cream. Um, you know that's one of my biggest fears. I can't... I just, like, can't accept what I yeah. just saw. I think I just derailed the entire podcast. <laughs> it was so shocking to me. <laughs> it's worse than our first episode when that bug landed on you. Remember that? It was like a giant bug. I remember that. Oh, my gosh. Throwback. Throwback. Um, anyway, as I was saying, uh, this is a podcast in which um, Melissa and I research a different president each and every week to educate ourselves. Uh, We started this podcast because we are on a trivia team. Uh, Very often on this trivia team, there are questions about presidents. And Melissa and I thought we could make ourselves useful by learning about said presidents. And we thought, you know, there's probably other people out there just like us who are looking to learn. Mm -hmm. Except you can't be on any of our competitive teams at trivia because we don't want you to know more yeah pterodactyl chicken nachos we see you we hear you listening to us you know you have enough of the w's so yeah stop it give us a chance i'm so sick of that yeah that's another team uh that plays trivia every week and they just crush every week good for them (laughs) um anyway this week we are talking about a president named Zachary Taylor. And the fun thing about that, Lauren, is I literally started researching John Tyler. Yeah, that's not the right guy. <laughs> I've, I since solved my errors, but I might call him Zachary Tyler at multiple points throughout here because I cannot, I'm just, I'm looped up. Like, I can't tell the difference. <laughs> don't know why. All right, well, I feel like we should enact some sort of punishment for that. Um, What's fun about Zachary Taylor is he's the 12th president, and this is our 12th episode. I just realized that when you said welcome to our 12th episode. Yeah. Did you see my eyes? And it wasn't just because of the hair. Yeah, I didn't know if that was still like, the hair thing or excitement for what I just That's the excitement that this is our 12th president with the 12th podcast. Yeah. Um, a little bit of housekeeping yes. before we go on. I have an idea. Okay. It's a housekeeping idea. Listener, I hate to involve you in the technical aspect of this podcast. I hate to throw away the whimsy and start discussing, you know, production quality. But an issue Melissa and I often run into is that I'm very loud, boisterous (laughs) on this podcast. And Melissa's very NPR. 
Oh. <laughs> Which makes our sound editing difficult. And rather than me try not to shout, I have decided you're the one who has to change. <laughs> because I'm the one who does the editing, and so that's my job, and your job is just going to be... Voice to, talent. Voice talent. And so often, listener, while we're recording this podcast, I'll be, like, waving at Melissa to try to, like, gesture, like, speak louder. Um, but generally, <laughs> she's, like, reading notes and, like, podcasting, and it doesn't work all that well. So what I thought, I would make make it into a game. <laughs> So, if I notice your levels getting low, you're going to hear this sound. Oh, hold on. That means your sound is too low, the production quality is getting worse, and what you have to do to, to get the enthusiasm up is sing a line from any song in the hit musical Hamilton. And listener, uh, Yoda M, before you fucking write in and tell me that Hamilton wasn't a president, I know that, but there aren't a lot of songs about presidents, so I just picked someone who was in, has songs about political figures, and if you have an issue with that, feel free to write in with presidential songs that, you know, Melissa can think of off the top of her hat. I know she's a huge Hamilton fan, so I know that um, you'll be able to sing any line at the drop of a hat. So. I, I sort of feel like a dog where you have that like little, like, <laughs> like you're just like, <laughs> you're like training me. <laughs> totally. But instead of teaching you to not bark, I'm teaching you to bark louder. <laughs> Bad habit. It's demeaning. Um, it is demeaning, but it um, also adds to the zaniness of our podcast, which I like. Um, you know, I, I think we need more... It's pretty zany. ...wacky sounds. Oh. It's a radio medium, and I don't feel like we're taking full advantage of that. All right. You know what? I'm game. I'm, I'll see how this goes. I'm already... I'm already trying to talk louder. Great. I love it. Um, noticeably missing from this podcast, or maybe not so noticeably missing, is Evan. Oh, no, I'm here. I wrote, yeah, it's me, Evan. <laughs> Evan's in Alaska. And no, I called in. <laughs> we got Evan on the horn. <laughs> hey, guys, it's really nice up here in Alaska. Um, what's the weather like? It's, it's cold and... And there's snow, um, possibly. But it's August. But it's no, it's not. It's September. <laughs> there's snow around, but uh, oh, I gotta go. Uh, my my uh, sled dogs waiting me. <laughs> oh, they're there. <laughs> Bye, guys. Um. Oh man, we lost him. Um. So Evan's clearly busy. So maybe, Melissa, you can explain the drink or lack thereof for this podcast? Yeah, um, listener, first apology is that we have not been on a regimented schedule of uh, making these for you. So our gift to you for this podcast is a Stone Cold Sober episode. <laughs> so Lauren is being a really beautiful human and doing the Whole30 challenge. I can't speak to it. I know there's a book involved and that it does not allow... Um, the ability to drink alcohol and so um she's not but she in the spirit of zachary taylor is drinking berry Lacroix, and we've decided to re- rename it as a cherry Lacroix, even though that is not 
a specific flavor given and yeah. I will speak more to why that's important yeah Meaning, they don't they don't make a cherry LaCroix so I'm I'm fudging she's making we're making it work it's called improv <laughs> yes and yes and never say no all right, and then I am eating Halo Top Black Cherry Ice Cream. Not a sponsor, but Halo Top, 280 calories for the whole pint. And sometimes you'll get a hair in it. <laughs> <laughs> Added value. And then just because it's hard to do things sober, I'm also drinking vodka soda. Respect to that, jealous and Rakasa. Um, do you want to explain why yes. you're eating cherry ice cream and I'm drinking cherry liqueur? Yeah. Um, just if you're just tuning in, which at this point I don't know how we're getting any new listeners, so this is mainly just for the listener. Um, we usually drink during this podcast as a way to heighten our senses and okay. evaluate. Or, Elevate, that, that person new to me. I don't know. <laughs> Elevate the rapport. Um, so we're gonna try our best. This is just coming out of our brains, but sort of presidents and assholes. It's an old drinking game. Speaking of cherries, and the reason why I'm actually putting my life at risk with this black cherry <laughs> ice cream is Zachary Taylor died from milk and cherries. Yeah, it was a hot July day july 4th to be exact he was crushing cherries and chugging milk the combination of which is supposedly deadly or is it yeah i think it might not be i have some theories on his actual cause of death mm. i think somebody was trying to send a message oh mm-hmm. um i think this because this president, Zachary Taylor, was one of two presidents who was a member of the Whig Party. Yes. The Whig Party, which was uh, formed to bring down the Jacksonians and his Democratic Party. And it is said to be a descendant of the Federalist Party. There's oh. so much politics right yeah. off the bat. All right, yeah, let's I'm, get I'm, into I'm it. I'm getting into it. I'm <laughs> a, I'm unpa- I'll unpack here. So the two presidents to have been elected that are Whig Party members, one, obviously, Zach Taylor. The other one, William Henry Harrison, mm. who also died very soon into office. And the Federalist Party is best known for their number one guy, George Washington. First president, Federalist Party. George Washington cherry tree. The cherry tree. tree. <laughs> the, cherry tree. The, the infamous fake story woven by our friend Parson Weems. Um, and then when his legacy becomes president he mysteriously dies from the combination of cherries of milk which i don't think can actually be deadly you're eating it in an ice cream as we speak this could be a fun game though like listener when does when does melissa die during this podcast Mm -hmm. (laughs) stay tuned i'm still okay (laughs) yeah but you know i just feel like there would be like more warnings about it like it would be a better known thing 
think you, I think there was some sort of mob hit out for these guys because if you will recall William Henry Harrison, who died only 30 days into office, there's a big question mark as to why he died too. People said he, he caught a cold because it was uh, raining on the day that he gave his speech. Other people say it was the sewage. There's some rumblings that the sewage is actually what killed Taylor too. But like nobody knows for sure how either of these guys died. Sure, you might be thinking, hey Lauren, is that possibly because of the poor technology from the 1800s? I say no. I say they had everything at their disposal and this was a planned attack by the Democratic Republican Party. I, hey, you know, I, I'm there with you. Um, what's the, like, to your technology thing? Yeah, so what if they were eating poopy water? That builds your immune system. Their immune systems would technically be better than ours are today. Yeah, that's a great point. If I understand science properly... I mean, yeah. Which I'm positive I do. <laughs> You're under, like, that's what... We're not doing a science podcast because we already know everything right. about science. We're we don't science. need that. Yeah. We are experts in the field, and in our expert opinion, yeah, they should have been more immune to yeah. sewage. No, um, I guess what I read was more that maybe it was, like, pro-slavery, um people that might have poisoned him was like the going rumor but yours has so much more fact of like why cherries because like cherries. you're gonna poison someone like you could put in anything yeah like game of thrones it's usually wine like yeah, yeah do it's a, usually do a wine thing yeah it's usually like an alcoholic thing because then you can kind of be like he's also an alcoholic and right. you're like two birds yeah he died from the combination of cherries and milk it's like one of those, what's like, you know, like the cinnamon test. Like, it's impossible to eat a spoonful of cinnamon. You know that? You know what I'm talking about? Should we, no. <laughs> I, know, I know you're like supposed, it's like a challenge to eat it. But yeah, because you can't. Oh. Like, if you put it in, like, you, like, your body instinctually makes you spit it all out. Interesting. Maybe we could do a Facebook Live later. Yeah, I know. I was saying that. I was just that? like, should we do that now? I feel like that segues into something. It is interesting, though, and I mean, like, I don't want to disprove this theory because I'm more on board with this theory, totally. but they did exhume his body yeah. and, like, do an actual autopsy, and they found, which I found weird, trace, um, like, elements of arsenic, but, like, nothing that would kill someone. So I'm just like, all right, so there's just arsenic about? Yeah. Um, it was clearly arsenic-lined cherries. It feels weird that you're even bringing this up. It seems like it was a pretty obvious answer. I'm sorry, I'm like, do my due diligence. I have to, like, the people that are anti this theory, I have to give them sort of their response as well that they're hoping for. Yeah, totally. We want to we wanna play both sides of this yeah. devil's advocate. Yeah, you know. absolutely. You know, like the, um, what are they, the wig party that's still around today. They're probably listening They're in. Not, no, that party actually went defunct after Zach Taylor died. Hey. Because there were, like, not a lot of people in it, and half the party was, like, dead. It was those two, um, Henry Clay and Fillmore. And once T Taylor was dead, it was, like, pretty much just Fillmore and Clay. And they were, like... <laughs> we're not going to keep this right. going. <laughs> No, it's actually interesting, like, from the Whig party, Zach, it's quoted that Zachary Taylor actually was, didn't really know what his party stood for and found their political views pretty unclear, and he didn't really have any, like, political allegiance to it or interest in it, and he had actually never voted prior to being president. You know what? Like, 
that's what you fucking get when you nominate a guy without his knowledge. Do you know this? I I mean, I have a quote that might follow after this. We can tell you this portion of the story. <laughs> the Whig Party nominates Zachary Taylor. Zach wasn't there that day. He wasn't planning to ask anybody how it went. Just really did not care. And they sent a letter to him to let him know he had been nominated, but they didn't pay the postage on it. So back then, instead of getting like a return to sender, what they did is they sent it to Zachary Taylor, but said, you have to pay the postage. And he was like, I'm not, I'm not paying for this postage and this random letter. Like, I'm not going to do it. And so he didn't find out like for weeks that he was nominated. I have the story for when he did find out. Yeah, tell me. So, so what happens? It was during the Mexican War, and this political aide visited him to inform him that the Whig Party like nominated him for president. And they're saying that he allegedly replied, "Stop your nonsense and drink your whiskey." <laughs> so he's like, "Bullshit!" Because who would do that? Yeah, he's like, "Screw you! Have he's some like, whiskey! Shut I've up!" I've never even voted. <laughs> and like, and. Though I feel like we've talked about this a lot. We've, he was the first president to be elected with no prior office. Yeah. No experience. Not even experience in voting, in giving a shit about politics. And, like, that's something, like, sorry to bring it to nowadays. But, like, we're just like, no, you should have political, you know, experience. And, no, like, nobody did. They're yeah. <laughs> he wasn't even literate. <laughs> do you know this i know that he had like grammar errors in his letters yeah to the point where they like everyone was like it's not just grammar like they couldn't read what he was writing they weren't often actual letter it's like when you're a kid and you just scribble and you then go to your parents and you're like did i write anything <laughs> like that's him they were like yeah he cannot read or write <laughs> and he's the president but you know what um what he was known for he wasn't wasn't known for being a smart guy, wasn't known for his political prowess, but he was known for religiously chewing tobacco and always making it into the spittoon. <laughs> Do you think that's like a George Washington like intimidation technique too when he's like making deals and he's just like... But I also think it's a part of his like no fucks technique where it's like you want to be president and he's like... I don't care. <laughs> ding! Yeah. yeah, I'll do the, I'll do the, ding! Yeah, I'll do the ting. <laughs> and then they're just like, God, you're cool. You should be leading. You should be leading. He's the cool, he's like the yeah. Bonds. He's the straight, punch straight in. shooter. <laughs> punch in the jukebox kind of guy. You know, yeah, I can't read or write, but like, I'm the cool president. Yeah, but you, you literates and you're writing. Never voted because I can't read whose name that is. <laughs> he didn't even vote for himself. Because he doesn't know how to read. <laughs> of course he didn't. But that's such a power move to be like, yeah, I'm not voting for myself. And then still win. That's really cool. <laughs> what a guy. Um... Speaking of him just being like, I'm not going to pay this postage, he also was like, I'm not going to be sworn in on the day I'm supposed to be. Why? What was he doing? All right, here's a little story. goes a little something like this. So there was a man named David Rice Atchison. Have you ever heard of him? 
No, I have not, Melissa. He was actually our president, Lauren. When? For our president in my lifetime? Not in, our, not in the lifetime. In the lifetime, <laughs> my president. lifetime of the United States. Um, he was actually president for one day. What the fuck? You're lying. No, here we go. He was the president pro tempore of the U.S. Senate. So back then in the line of succession, it went president, vice president, this guy. So what had happened was when Zachary Taylor was taking over from Polk, he was supposed to be inaugurated on the Sunday, but he refused. And I don't know if it was like a religious play where it's like, this is my day of rest, or it was just like a laziness of this is my day of rest, but he wanted it to be Monday. He was like, not going to be sworn in. And they're like, well, no one wants to come in the office until Monday. Yeah, that's right. Like it's Sunday. It's like, give me my weekend. I get it. So, and then they're like, okay, fine. They reach out to Millard Fillmore and they're like, can we swear you in on Sunday? And it said that he said he couldn't be inaugurated on that day either. So I just feel like they were like in cahoots, just like. But you know, they didn't even meet until after the election. Well, dang. They didn't even know each other. They both were, there, there must have been like a really cool concert in town. <laughs> this Florida Georgia line playing. They couldn't come in. So. With the VP and the president both being like, sorry guys, Sunday's not happening. This other guy, David, was technically president for that Sunday. But, and he like joked that he actually slept through most of his alleged alleged presidency because he slept through like so many hours on Sunday. <laughs> oh my God. But he was actually, and though this is whimsical, he actually was a terrible person when I was researching him. He owned a ton of slaves and was a huge pro-slavery okay. activist. So like... I'm glad he did that never I mean I but guess so many presidents were pro slavery activists. True. Zachary Taylor is actually the last president to own slaves while president. Oh wow. You know what I thought was interesting about that? So he owned a bunch of slaves. He was known though for saying like we shouldn't have slavery, but it's like a necessary evil, like how's this country gonna run? But he also then claimed to, and again, this really goes with his, like, I give no fucks, I'm not gonna, like, I don't care, is he said that he doesn't have a stance on slavery. <laughs> How is that not something you have an opinion on, especially in the 1800s? Like, either you're for or against slavery. He'd be like, eh, I don't, I don't really care one way or the other. Free my slaves, don't. <laughs> but that's what they're saying, that people have <laughs> People had no idea where he was at, like, Mr. in his Mr. ideas. Mr. President! Mr. President! No. What's your, what's your stance on slavery? Ding! I don't really have one. Ding! <laughs> that was it. He didn't, but he didn't have an opinion on anything. Nothing. Like, even, like, all these, like, political people that are surrounding him just being like, President, like, what are you going to do? And it was just like, uh. Nothing. Uh, I'm going to go eat some cherries. I'm going to eat some cherries. <laughs> eat some cherries, chug some milk. Any more questions? Uh, yeah, um, Mr. President, I have a question. Um, what what made you want to run for the leader of this country? Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I was nominated without my knowledge. <laughs> Ding! This <laughs> is so cool. Like, even though he's an asshole, right? Because he's a slave owner, and he's you know, if you're not for anything, you're for nothing, type yeah. of thing. But it's just to me, he's like the cool kid. He's like, you know. Everyone wants him to be class president, even though he's kind of like a jerk-off and doesn't do anything, and he's, you know, just chewing tobacco and smoking, yeah. and like... He, well, and the thing, he just like, oh man, he's so frustrating, because it was that thing where it's like, 
he was like, well, we're not going to expand slavery. Like, uh, that'd be bad. But we're not going to get rid of it. He literally took no stance on no anything. Stance. He's like, I don't have an opinion on it. <laughs> Which is just my, like, it seems more difficult to not have an opinion on that. Yeah, to get, have everything remain status quo. Yeah, How do you like, do okay, that? sir, well then, you know, we might take away all your slaves. All right. Yeah. Sure. Or, or you might get to keep them. That's fine, too. <laughs> he just doesn't care. I did misspoke. Misspeak. Mm. I misspoke? Twice in a row now. <laughs> misspoke. Misspoke. He did take a stance on something. And if you're ready for it, I'm going to enter into a little story about Noxy. Noxy? <laughs> the name that's on everybody's lips. Okay, you must proceed. <laughs> so, um... Zachary and his wife Margaret had six kids. Five of them were daughters, and two of them were, or one of them was a son. Yep, that is six. We <laughs> got it. Two of them died in childbirth, so let's take them away. Let's assume those were of one of the daughter, two of the daughters. They are two of the daughters. Two of the daughters. All right, I'm done with naming off kids. Okay, the only one we're going to focus on was okay. the second eldest. Her name was Sarah Knox. Taylor. Yeah. And right. Knox comes from Fort Knox, and then they just called her Noxie. <laughs> okay. Not really a cute name. I think Sarah would have been better, but all right. Noxie. There's a lot of Sarahs back then, so Noxie's sure. a little bit fun. Okay, so Noxie. Noxie. Fox, exactly. And she, I guess she was Foxy. Oh. She fell in love with someone, a certain someone named Jefferson Davis. Yeah. I don't know if that name rings a bell. It did not for me. But he actually became the president of the Confederate States. Mm -hmm. So back when our country was in a little turmoil, we had sort of a separate country. Yeah. Going to play. I remember. Remember that? It was crazy. Those were the days. And so, like, they started talking. They were falling in love. And Zachary Taylor was like, I don't like him. And the first reason that he gave that was more public was, like, I don't like him because he's in an army and, like, I don't want her to have the army lifestyle because, like, she had grown up with her dad being in the army all the time and he was just like, I don't want that for you. But then people also say that he just didn't like him. Like, Zachary Taylor did not like Jefferson Davis and was like, don't marry my daughter. I don't like you. We don't know why, but let's just assume they didn't get along. How? Question. Go ahead. How can you not get along with someone when you have no... Like opinion. opinion. That's why this is confusing. He formed an opinion and was like, I don't know how I feel about slavery, but I know how I feel about Jefferson Davis. And it's not and it's not good. Wow. So Jefferson Davis decided, you know what, I really want to marry your daughter. He gave up his military career, became like a stay-at-home husband. And she uh, one random fun fact is they actually planned their wedding by mail because the Zachary Taylor moved them away from where Jefferson Davis was because he didn't want them talking anymore. So they became like pen pals and then they planned their wedding by mail. But how old was she? Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw out 16, but I don't okay, have the date. So, but like young enough where she's still appropriately living with her parents? I'm thinking she was like in her 20s and oh, it's like, how was her dad? No, no, no. I think it was, she, it was still okay for her to be living with them. Okay. But so... He gave up his military career, and they got married, and and Zachary didn't go to the wedding. He, he, that's how firm his opinion was. Wow. <laughs> so he's formed an opinion he won't go to the wedding, and then three months later, she dies of cholera. Oh, shit. Three-month anniversary of their wedding. 
And so then Davis is sad, but then he rejoins the military. Now, this whole story is coming to the the climax. um, (laughs) Because I just thought this was bizarre. He, Davis gets remarried to this woman, and guess where he takes his second wife for their honeymoon? Fort Knox. No, they go to Knox's grave. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Are you serious? Why? So happy to marry you. Thank you for choosing to spend the rest of your life with me. Um, I would have spent the rest of my <laughs> life with her, but as you can see, yeah. she is dead. That's our first act as a married husband and wife. Let us go look at where my first wife is laid. You know what this reminds me of? What? A little show called The Bachelorette. Listener, if you watch The Bachelorette this season, you may recall fan favorite Dean. Dean! He's a beautiful man. And they he made it to hometowns, and Rachel is at his house, and... Um, uh, Something that was very well known is that Dean's mom died when he was young, so they're visiting his hometown, it's just his dad and his dad's second wife, and his dad starts to give this speech like, I miss your mother very much, she was the love of my life, I'll never like love someone like I loved her, and then looks and realizes like there's his second wife, he's like, except you baby. <laughs> I had no idea where you're going. Like, there was no date on the Bachelorette where what they went to somebody's like ex's grave. No, it wasn't like that. But it was. It just very much reminds me of like, yeah. Oh, I love you so much, but I loved her more. We'd be together if she wasn't dead. She had gone and died. So, and why did she agree? Or maybe it was like a surprise. Like. Honey, I have a surprise for you. Like, close your eyes. Like, she didn't know where they were going. He, like, takes off the blindfold, and she's like, oh, Sarah's grave. (laughs) Yeah, and then you'd have to, like, kind of, like, fake tears for this person you never knew or met and just be like, oh, I'm so sad she's gone. (laughs) Yeah, that's also weird. Who wants to go to the grave of someone you've never met? Just graves in general. I wouldn't say that's, like, a fun place. Yeah, but, I mean... I guess if you knew the person and it's sentimental to you, but like yeah, you might like people do that. You know, visit graves. Is that like it's a th- is that a romantic. third date thing? Like, how many Tinder dates will you have had to go on before you can take them to the grave of your ex lover? That's a good question. Listener, write in to our Facebook page and let us know how many dates do you think before you can take someone to your ex lover's grave? That's a fun bit. I'm just curious. Yes. While we're talking about lovers, um, did you do any research into Taylor's wife, Margaret? Not really. You want to know why? She was really hard to find stuff on because she was a social recluse. Yeah, I did read that she um, did not want her husband to win. No. That she, like, voted against him. I didn't read that, but I think that'd be funny. Okay, yeah. (laughs) We'll edit that out and just say it really strong and hard now. Just like she voted. She voted against her husband. What? Because she was such a recluse. She's like, I don't want to be any part of this. You don't even have a firm political stance. I don't support you politically because you don't have a stance. I don't support this lifestyle because I'm a recluse. Yeah, she's like, I just want to chew tobacco with you. Why can't we just chew tobacco in our cabin? And it's like, honey, I won. Ding. <laughs> So, with her being a social recluse, she didn't accept any of the responsibilities of First Lady. Actually, his youngest daughter, Elizabeth, t- 
took on that role and like had to host the social event. Wow. Um, that is also kind of a baller move. Like she's upstairs. There's this whole party going on. She's like upstairs in her PJs watching Netflix, like binging oranges. <laughs> but that was it. She was just like, all right, you want to do this president thing? Sure. I don't support you and I'm not going to be in the public eye at all. The Taylors just did whatever <laughs> they wanted to. Like, yeah, I'll run the nation with no experience or even the ability to read. And she's like, all right, well, if you're going to do that, I'm not going to do anything to support you. I'm just going to do whatever I feel like doing. And he's like, I'm going to do what I feel like doing. And it was just ridiculously cool. Like, they're just a ridiculously cool family. Hey, you can't marry that guy, Sarah. I'm going to do it anyway. All right, well, let's move. Still planning to Still happening. Still doing it. And that's the thing, too, is like... um, even like she really did love t- like she loved Zachary Zach Attack she loved him Peggy and like did. um Margaret yeah she went by Peggy she went by Peggy yeah I don't many Margarets do what okay ex- where does the Peggy come from yeah, I could ask my aunt Peggy Pe- whose name is Margaret can we call can Peggy? you call her and put her on the phone right now Let's get her on the horn all right while well, you do that um no I, I can't but I could call my dad. Could we call your dad and ask him? I just, that is Dude, a, he would love that. That is a legit a question. Podcast. I've always wanted to know. Like, Peggy, Margaret, right. there's no P's or E's. Listener, for the first time there's I ever getting um, someone on the horn. There is one E in Margaret. Yeah, there is. <laughs> My dad answers. Dad, this is your moment for fame. Pick up. If your dad doesn't answer, we can call my dad. Hello. Hi, Dad. Um, you are on live with Presidents and Assholes. You want to say hi to our listener quick? <laughs> hey, listeners. Listener. Uh, yeah, listener. It's singular. We have a question for you. Um, so we are currently recording for Zachary Taylor, whose wife name, his wife's name is Margaret, but she went by Peggy. And our question is, where does Peggy come from in Margaret? And you are our social... You are... You're an expert on this just for the listener uh, because your sister's name is Margaret and she goes by Peggy, so uh, can you explain? Uh, I, my theory is <laughs> that the initial uh, uh, nickname for Margaret is Meg and then somehow it just got conf- convoluted into Peg. Oh, you know what? That would make a ton of sense with this president who was illiterate. So maybe she wrote down Meg and he's like, I can't read. That says Peg, right? I think we found the origin. I mean, I am still having... Oh. Oh, can you hear us now? Oh. (laughs) This is a good bit for radio. Can you hear us? This is getting dramatic. Okay, I'm going to hang up with my dad, which is rude. Should we um, send him a letter and have him pay for him it? <laughs> <laughs> I have an initial concern, though, is Megan makes more sense for Megan to go to Meg. That's an easy transition. I'm still firmly saying I don't know where Margaret becomes Meg. Shortening it down, it should be Marg. Marg. And then it, should, then it should be Marg. Then it should... The, if this was to follow my train of thought, it should go Margaret, then they called them Marg, then they called them Margie, and then they could add a P and call them Park. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm thinking, like, 
maybe Margaret, like Marg or Meg, because you know Maggie comes from that, and Mag, you know Maggie, how I say Meg. Okay. Meg, I, and then okay. to Meg, and then to Peg. And I think we can mostly blame illiteracy for this, and I think the origin of this confusing name came from the Taylor family. Yeah. And then when he was calling her Peggy and she's like, don't call me that. That's not my ma- my name. Because he doesn't, they don't, they're such a no care lifestyle. He's like, whatever, Peg. <laughs> like, You're being such a Peggy <laughs> right now. You're so Peggy right now. It's ridiculous. And she'd be like, not today. You know, we said we weren't going to do this today. <laughs> and they just get into like a huge argument. Hey. All right. I, I think we've solved that. I've, I, that's a good answer for me. The final thing I was going to say about Margaret, though, is because, she, and she loved Zachary, but when he died, she wouldn't even go to his funeral because she didn't want to do, like, the first lady duty of attending the funeral. Shut <laughs> up. They said she just hid in her bedroom. Okay. <laughs> Did she go to her daughter's wedding? Um, all I found was that her, is that Zachary didn't go. Zach didn't go to her daughter's wedding. She didn't go to Zach's funeral. Like... This family is so against caring about things that they don't even care about the most monumental things in anyone's life. She was, I mean, but like there was a ton of people at this funeral and she was just like, nope. Oh my god. They are just like renegades. (laughs) That's so great. Like... I have some random things that don't yeah. really follow this chain of thought, but if we want to keep talking on the family, I'll let us... Nope, let's go. New uh, topic. I just have my uh, presidential diss. Oh, yeah, let's hear it. Beow, 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 beow. If you could play that. Do we that. have a theme song for presidential diss? I just want the foghorn, what you're supposed to use to, yeah, insult me. Let's use that for the diss, and then, okay, the second I'm done with it, and I think you'll know when I'm done, can you play that again to drive home the point that it was a diss? Yeah. Okay, so this was not actually done by Zachary Taylor because once again he did not care. Yeah, couldn't couldn't care less to say something bad. No. So he um, the Whig party when they're riding up like you know talking shit on the other candidate. They said this about presidential hopeful Lewis Cass. I'm gonna try to say this without laughing halfway through it. <laughs> okay, I'm right, bring myself together. All right, they called Lewis Cass a pot-bellied, mutton-headed cucumber. That is a great shirt. It makes no sense, which makes me think that Zach was involved because that's something an illiterate guy would say. Can we just try to like put this all together and visualize what this is? So pot belly. All right, fat, fat. He's fat. He's fat. Mutton headed. Here's what. Here's what I'm thinking. Well, no, because what I'm thinking is maybe mutton as in sheep, and they're saying sheep headed as in like. Sheep, like, yeah. well, can't think for itself, does yeah. whatever anyone else does. So we've got fat guy who thinks, like, doesn't think, doesn't think does what everybody else does. I'm confused about the cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this is, oh, like, the frog tea thing. Remember, like, the frog, remember my story about Becky G? Yes, and we didn't know the emojis. Yeah, but we learned Mm-hmm. I shared that, right, on the last yes, episode. Yes, I think, yeah, I remember, I remember. That's like Kermit's big mm-hmm. tea. Um, so maybe we can do a little digging. Yeah, I'm trying to just dissect the cucumber part. But you know what makes me think? If it, it was a pickle, I would get that, because, like, vinegar, 
b- shriveled. Yeah, old. <laughs> Pickled, like you're pickly. Um, it reminds me of Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Charlie, a well-known illiterate. Yeah. <laughs> like Zach Taylor. <laughs> you're a bad man. <laughs> yeah. Charlie is bad, or like bad man when they're playing that game, you know what I'm talking about? You no, know, it's because... Um, Charlie McDennis Yeah, episode. what is it? Dennis is a... Bastard man. <laughs> like something like that. And this is an insult that makes no sense. Um, that's Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor is the Charlie of his gang. <laughs> that makes him so much more. He's more endearing now. So, okay, listener, if you have an idea of what it would mean to call someone, we've got pot bellied, we've got that, we've got mutton headed, I think. We just don't understand what a cucumber would mean if you were to describe someone as a cucumber why what what's the insult there yeah so yeah right in right on our facebook page um what's a cucumber i don't know but do you want to hear what the democrats insult at zachary taylor was oh they fired back they fired back yes i will say it was it wasn't i don't have the actual quote but i'll say it's not as uh not as bad i don't think all right they, uh, they called Zachary Taylor crappy dresser. That's it? <laughs> That's it. They said he wore clothes and hats that were battered beyond belief and that he got mistaken for a farmer a lot. That's because it's a part of his renegade he didn't thing. Care. He doesn't care what he looks like. Close. He's not Chester A. Arthur. He doesn't need 80 pairs of yeah, pants. Yeah, he's not trying to be like a, a bougie Arthur. He is a tailor. You know like, yeah. and he's spitting his tobacco into his spittoon. Like, what do you want him to be doing that in a leisure suit? Like, no, he'd get tobacco on it. Yeah, it'd just be ruined. Like, I can't uh, help but notice you're engrossed in your phone. Are you reading texts or doing research? I was doing, um, I thought a listener had said something about something like this that I was going to hearken back to, so I was going through our Facebook page, okay. but it was I really thought you correct. were possibly on Tinder trying to set up that, um, so the grave, <laughs> that grave my, date. My Tinder bio to, um, you know, love adventure, love visiting the graves of Deceased lovers. <laughs> On our first date. I uh, wonder how many matches I'd get. Probably few. I think people eat that up. They're like, interesting. <laughs> She's so quirky. <laughs> She's like a Zoe de Chanel type. Like, maybe we'll have a picnic. <laughs> I do not like Zoe de Chanel. Okay. Yeah, me neither. Um, I'm getting down to, like, the random, like, at the end of my notes from my, like, cool stories I have, I have, like, just, like, sentences that all, like, I could just shout out, like, sentences about him. Sure. Well, we are hitting about (gasps) that time, so maybe if you have, like, one or two that you want. um, He he had a horse named Whitney. (laughs) No, he didn't. It was named Whitey. Why racist slave owner who apparently has no stuff. <gasps> the website I said I swear to God said Whitney. Oh, old Whitey. Old Whitey. Oh no. Um, he left Creole food. <laughs> <laughs> it's because he's from Louisiana. Of course, that's all I ate. I don't have These much. are great. Tell me more. I don't have much. That's all. I don't want to do anymore. Why? No, give me one more. And then I'll go into last words. Um, currently, John Oliver owns the Zachary Taylor wax um, version of him from the Presidential Wax Museum. Why is there one of those? <laughs> so there was this, it was this huge bit that like Stephen Colbert and John Oliver bought up all the presidential 
um, statues from the Presidential Wax Museum. And but then why were they for sale? When have you ever gone the to the museum? The museum, museum went out of business. They oh. shut down the business and they opened it up. Anyone who wants to buy these presents, buy them. And like, you gotta watch this special. I'm gonna show it to you later, Lauren. Please post it on the President's Assholes Facebook page. I will. Page. But John Oliver and Stephen Colbert like went back and bought them, and then they got in this huge like diss battle between like dissing each other's <laughs> presidential statues. And the one that John Oliver said to Stephen, or yeah, John Oliver said to Stephen Colbert. I said that wrong. Stephen Colbert owned Zachary Taylor. Okay. And he just said, old, rough, and ready. That's not a nickname for a president, Stephen. It's a nickname for a male prostitute. A good one. <laughs> oh, man, that's a good bit. I wish we would have bought them and done that. Maybe we could make, like, trading cards or something, and each week we have to just, like, flip a random card <gasps> and, and then burn, burn each other with them. I love that. We'll massage that idea. Sounds like a lot of work. Okay. Yeah, it does. Um, do we need to get the okay. wheel out? Oh, wait. You've got Well, it. I have one more segment. Totally. Uh, everyone's favorite segment called uh, Last Words. Last Words. His last words were reminiscent of an Amelia Earhart. His last words were, I regret nothing, but I am so sorry to leave my friends. It's weird. Um... That he actually cared about his friends in the end, you know. When you're seeing the light, right, he you're like, "You guys, I care." He I finally cared. Finally made him care. I don't regret that I never did care. But yeah, I don't <laughs> regret not learning to read. <laughs> I don't regret not going to my daughter's wedding. I have no regrets, but I am actually gonna miss you guys. That's like the coolest. That's like Melissa's tearing up. I'm just saying, he's such such a cool guy thing to say. That's just like at the end of the day, like you've been. I don't know. It seems like any like special. It's making me think of Breakfast Club. The like the really I forget his name. John Bender. Yeah, the like really tough guy. And at the end, he like he's like, I I, I do care about you guys. And he walks out and punches fist. It's like, don't you forget? Like that's what's playing while Zachary Taylor's dying in my mind. I just want to flag a quick protest. I don't believe he ever says that he cares about them. No, way. he didn't say it with those exact words, but you could tell in his eyes. Okay. I'll accept that. I'll they had they had a whole speech yeah. where they're like, and this one Sunday afternoon. Yeah, but the nerd wrote that. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I feel like they all signed Saturday that. morning. Rewatch this movie and be factually sad. Do you want to start a Breakfast okay. Club podcast? Because my facts are terrible. Yeah, you are really ignorant about the Breakfast Club. I, I knew the general theme. Your levels have been fantastic, but just for the sake of the new zany bit, I'm on a ham horn and I want you to sing the first Hamilton song that comes to your mind. Alexander Hamilton. Oh, boo! <laughs> well, now that one's off the table. I just want to get that one out of the way. Okay, do All you right. want to get the wheel? Yep. I'll grab it here. And uh, we also moved the spittoon bucket a little closer for me. Oh. Yeah, oh yeah, here's the spittoon bucket. Well, I've just, it's been hard to spit in it this whole time. Okay. Yeah, you're no, you're no real <laughs> ringer. Like, uh, not good. My first Taylor. Not really good at spitting. Okay. It's, uh, the wheel is loading. <laughs> <laughs> the wheel's stuck. I can't get the, the thing.
thing to go. We gotta grease it up. I'm we? reaching towards it, but at a slow rate. Do you have any tumble you need 40 to get this bad boy moving? Oh, Lauren, we forgot to take the safety off of it. That's why it's not turning. You gotta take the. You gotta undo these. Oh, right. oh, there. There it is. <laughs> okay, okay. okay, alright. <laughs> We're hilarious. Oh, I can't I hope it's an early one. I love the early guys. Uh, early ones are good. Alright. Oh. Well, you know, we're coming back. We're going to do Dwight D. Eisenhower. We haven't done him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, you looked at me weird. Yeah. Who am I thinking of? Cool. Eisenhower. I like, he's recent. Like yeah. our grandparents' lifetime, right? Or our parents' yeah. lifetime? I think I, Dwight... Is Dwight Ike? Like, I like Ike. Um, yeah. That's the thing. That was his campaign slogan. Yes, Ike. Dave, Dwight David Ike Eisenhower. Cool. I'm excited for that episode lucky number 13. Oh, man. It will be Dwight Eisenhower. Is there anything else we're forgetting? Oh, my God. We didn't cheers at the beginning. We're going to well, do we don't two cheers now. Cheers. Well, you're drinking a vodka soda, and I'm drinking okay. this lovely liqueur. Liqueur. Shit. Um, I mean, what do I want to cheers to? Okay. Yes. Well, f- first off, let's cheers to um, Lauren's stamina and, like, good luck on this whole 30. Thank you. I think that's a really cool thing. I care more about this than Zach Taylor cared about anything. I think that's very fair. And then I, I guess... I care that much about it. The other thing you should drink, too, is just not giving a fuck. Yes! <laughs> Like, live like Zach. Like, listener, try this week. Like, if someone asks you to have a firm opinion on something, just don't. Put in a giant dip and just (laughs) carry around a spittoon and be like, nope. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Just, like, don't really give a care. Okay? Don't give one care. Um, are we going to bless America? You know what? I don't really care. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll bless it by myself, I guess. Yeah, I mean, do whatever you want. I don't care. <sighs> Fuck, you're cool. Um, God bless America to me. I know we're not drunk at all. <laughs> oh, we're fucking stoned sober for this episode. I'll try to get there. Hold on. Yeah, if you could just pound that, that would be great. <laughs> Get a couple of Billy beers in here. Like, uh, do you ever notice, like, at the bar, like, people talk to you and you're just like, why? I don't know, Lauren. You're just ten times prettier than me. I don't know. <laughs> That's my impersonation of a drunk self. It's good. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for this?